Hey everybody, this is Mark, owner, operator, New Leonard Media, and also producer of the Honest Dish with a Side of Hot Sauce podcast. Normally you hear me in the background mumbling, talking trash, laughing at some absurd thing that Jeff might have said, but today the fellas have taken the week off. So what I have done is looked at all of the top rated episodes to date and made a montage of our favorite highlights. For those new to the show, this is a quick introduction to the Honest Dish with a Side of Hot Sauce podcast. This is also an ode to our manfatuation with the one and only Joe Rogan, who has still not accepted Nick's invitation to battle in the cage upon episode 100 hope you dig it check it out we'll see you guys next week i'm gonna fight joe rogan what's up guys welcome to the honest ish with a side of hot sauce podcast raw and uncut yeah uncut and raw dog it's uh (laughs) i'm scared are you scared uh i'm sweating a little bit, well, just from the back of my knees right now. This is all the now. bacon we ate earlier. Hang on, hang on. This will help. Ready? <sighs> That's a real live American-made beer. beer. So, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. First podcast ever for Jeff, right? Yes. I listened to one before. before. It had to do with uh, murderers in Dallas, Texas, and hopefully in our investigative journalism, we may uncover some murderers, but uh, <laughs> it's highly unlikely today. So why are we why why are we doing this? I mean, are we wasting people's time with this, or are we like I, I don't think so. shocking the world? Like, I don't. I, I feel like we're gonna change the world. Are you gonna get in a cage fight with Joe Rogan later? Maybe. I mean, that could be a couple. Uh, like, it could definitely be a couple episodes. Episode three. Cage fight with Joe Rogan. Every time Nick and I have ever either gone to lunch or gone for a drink or hung out, it always starts or at some point in the conversation. Oh, I met her. This is the one. And he's like, oh, I met her too. This is the one. And usually the one has been like preceded by the other one, the one. And, you know, we've had a couple of them in our lives. I have. I know Nick has. And I think both of us are on the one right now. And that's the, the one. For sure. For sure. For sure. If, if, if you are the one and you are listening to this and you are currently the one, please don't be offended. Correct. If Katie, you are a, I know you're out there. If you're I love a previous you. one. Don't be offended. And if you're a future the one, just keep listening. (laughs) Um, This episode brought to you by Joe Rogan and Basil Hayden's. Am I fighting Joe Rogan on this episode? Dude, the Joe Rogan cage match is episode 100. If we get enough listeners and get to 100. Joe Rogan, if you're out there, mark our words. We are calling your short ass out. You think you're a libertarian? I got your number. (laughs) Like the spawn of Ron Paul and... Ludwig von Mises, what up now? Just keep listening. Where you at now, Brene Brown? Where you at? I'm calling you out. Come on, girl. For those of you who don't know who that is, kind of tell us who that is. She's like America's quintessential professor on like vulnerability and love and relationships. And she's written a couple books and... You know, vulnerability is not about winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome, courtesy of Brene Brown. Wonderful author, wonderful speaker. Um, 
I will say pop culture and a lot of people have really overly embraced her self-help. But at the end of the day, vulnerability is healthy. And so we're going to talk about that as like men. Right. Some people experience this. Some people don't know how to experience this. I feel like I am over the top vulnerable because I set myself up to get attacked or harmed. I throw up things. So like you, I don't even know if it's vulnerable at this point in my life. I'm just like, hi, Jeff Strite. We just slept together. First night together. Can I give you my whole life story? It's pretty shitty, but I'll tell it to you anyway. And then bleh. You know, even though we're honest-ish, I think the more honest-ish you become, the more able you are to, like, let your guard down and be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think... Being vulnerable is being honest, letting yeah, your guard down. for sure. Being real. And I think there's... there. I mean, I think nowadays the world lacks that. I mean, everyone's trying to, you know, I mean, be someone they're not or... We grew up in the 90s. You like, know. you weren't allowed to be vulnerable. Like, what? do you remember middle school? Yes, I do. Yeah, like... Were you tall, like a big dude in middle I was school? tall, yeah. Like, I remember middle school, like, the key was you would walk down the hallway, chest square, and if you walked close to anyone, you would shoulder bump them as hard For as sure. you could, no flinching, no moving, and it was just like, what's up? Get out of my way. No one did that to me, though, because I was- Because like, you were, like, seven feet tall back then? Seven, two. Yeah, I was four foot one, probably weighed, like, 82 pounds with, like, an afro, which was, like, probably like, made probably the rest of the you know, I think there's a difference too between our vulnerability and no offense back there, and the millennials' vulnerability. I think he's younger than millennial. He might be younger he's, than. Millennial. He's our sound engineer, Caden. Caden, who's high as fuck right now. <laughs> he's fine. He's doing good. He's like, oh, I, ate I a thought thousand, he was just tired. I ate a thousand milligrams of some like sativa watermelon gummies, and it's like I can't even feel my toes. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. Everything's fine. If, that, that if was we're enjoying our time, everyone else can pound sand. Cheers to that. Leave us notes. Tell us why you hate us. And remember, if you tell us you guys suck and you do not follow up with specifics, I will come to your house and Nick will drive over your power this monster with Joe Rogan Joe Rogan will beat your ass in my adolescence in my adult years I feel like that was a bad move I will say I think the you know we're you know 90s kids and I think that was a big push in that generation to huge push. give kids ADD ADD ADHD. ADHD and if you're a, a rambunctious young lad ADHD we're gonna have to give you a prescription to calm you the f- down because you're distracting other kids in class and the teachers didn't have time to deal with you yeah. and your grades kind of sucked and it's just how it went and so a a, a very common thing was doctors would prescribe Ritalin for kids. And now, you know, Ritalin is kind of a little older. And yep. now everyone's kind yep. of graduated to the Adderall. And the best thing about Adderall, what are the first three letters spell? A-D-D. A-D-D. So every time you think about Adderall, you're A-D-D. thinking about that you have A-D-D. Did and they you're do like, that on purpose? Of course they did. They're like, blah, blah, blah. Just give me more pills. I, I never give me knew more that pills. until just now. I didn't start taking um, – prescription pills like this until college. And actually for me, the first time was, I, I don't remember who I got the pills from because I just knew a lot of people and loved, loved drugs. Like I said, hey, sorry, mom, sorry, dad, sorry, kids. <laughs> um, 
But I remember I had to finish a term paper for a 400-level management class, and I was moving out of my house into an apartment that day. And it was like I had to move, like pack. I hadn't packed, and I had to move all this stuff across town in multiple U-Haul trips, and I had this project to do. And I remember like taking a Redland for the first time, and I was soaring a thousand miles a minute, and I could accomplish everything. I mean, I remember crushing that day, like getting the move done, finishing the paper at like five in the morning the next day, sleeping for like an hour and a half, going to the class, turning it in, and feeling like, man, that was like the greatest moment of my life. And who doesn't like feeling like like accomplished everything? Like yeah. I did everything. Yep. The whole list was done. I mean, like, have you ever met a person that's like, oh man, I feel like crap because I did so much today, right? I will say, so I, I was started on Ritalin at a young age, and I honestly got off Adder- eventually Adderall because I went Ritalin, Concerta, Vivance, Adderall once I had to pay for it myself because I was cheap. I went off of it in eighth grade because I don't know if it was my idea. Probably not. In eighth grade, I didn't have that idea. That was probably my parents'. They took me off of it for a semester, and my grades went from like A minus B pluses to like C minus Ds. Mm-hmm. So I will say that. Right, because you can it, it does keep you like Adderall, Ridlin, Vivant. It is all set up to put you in a cubicle in life. Yep. And and whether that's an actual literal cubicle where you're working in an office and you come in and you have to sit still, shut the f- up, pay attention, and just do the same thing over and over again. Or the the cubicle being more, you know, less literal, and it's like the One same ch- repetitious thing in life. Like yep. you're gonna bag this grocery, you're gonna press this lever, you're and gonna you're do gonna the do same it job. Really, over, really good. Really good. Really good. We thank you guys thank for putting up with it. We did not you. take the mess today. Anyways, go follow us, guys. Find Thanks our for channel on Pornhub. See you later, Joe Rogan. We'll see you soon in the street. You know, when most people think about structure, they kind of think it doesn't give me any wiggle room. But it actually, I believe it's always created more wiggle room. Right. Because then you get the things done as opposed to taking all your free time, having wiggle room and just kind of bullshitting around and then be like, oh, now I got to get things done. See, and, and that's what so many people do. Like so many people are living a reactive lifestyle, right? Like I have never been so structured in my life and I have a long ways to go, but. Being onboarded with WinRate Consulting, Mike has, you know, he's given me certain tasks like you need to post every day. And I'm and when he said that, I'm like, how in the world is how am I gonna do that with, you know, everything else and my my full time job too? But basically I get into that mindset of listen, you can't go to bed until you get this one thing done. You know what I mean? And that might be just one thing. Everything you want to get done, have that structured and and do not go to sleep until those things are done. And like I touched on before, you get a sense of accomplishment, you know, when you get to hit that check, you know, that checkbox. I mean, I use uh, Asana at work for uh, for my full-time gig at the, you know, asphalt company. That in town. sounds like something I do every morning when I do my Shavasana. <laughs> yes. Namaste. Asana is a task manager app. Oh, okay. So I put all my tasks that I have to do, that I need to do every day at my full-time job. And every time... I get each time I get one done, I get to go in and click that off and Bing, got yep, it done. Yep. But so like, it's a sense of accomplishment. It you is, know what I mean? But it also you, gives you more control over what you're doing because yeah. you get to dictate when you're going to do stuff. Like if you schedule things, 
then you're not kind of at the mercy or the whim of like everything else that's going on in the universe. It's not coming at you so much where if somebody interrupts what you're doing, you can easily say, hey, you know what? Take a number or I'll deal with this later. Or you're so far ahead in your tasks that now you can get it done, right? right? I mean, right. I've lived with a lot of structure on and off through most of my life. Like there are huge moments where I'm going completely by the book. Every day is booked out. I know exactly how that's going to look. And I, I just feel super accomplished. And there's days I mail it in. And I think, you know, obviously the mail it in days cause more stress and they cause more heartburn and they probably give me a little bit of diarrhea occasionally oh, um, because of the stress and the heartburn. But I, I agree, like having that structure, I mean, we, I would fail without it. Like I can't, I've raised three kids, I think. Like I, it'd be awful. I don't know how I've gone this long without having it incorporated into my day-to-day life. Like, I, I don't know. I've just never been so, so I've never been so structured ever. And I, again, I still have a long ways to go, but like this, this, the small things that I've already, you know, put say on my calendar or using the task, man, the task manager, um, or creating structure in my life. I, it, it's, it's celebrating the small wins. I mean, it, it kind of, it, it puts you into that winning mindset, right? And that's like, kind of like healthy when you're trying to scale up or trying to be more successful. I feel like a lot of successful people, like you have to celebrate the small wins even. Leave us some reviews. Even the thumbs down, I'm, I'm, it's still engagement. We want structured feedback. I will say this. All of the xenophobic, racist, misogynistic, terrible, fat, shaming, anti-gay, anti-straight, anti-love, anti-hate stuff that spews out of my mouth, I mean absolutely none of it. I have, there is no feelings behind any of it. I am also no filter, no filter. And it's like radio sociopathism. It just comes out. There's no caring. I love everybody equally with zero love, all zero of it. But man, episode seven. There it is. Episode seven, baby. Man, oh man, we're here. We did it. What did we do? I mean, I don't know. We have challenged Joe Rogan to a fight every week. This Joe, is not yet the challenge. We'll hold on to that. It's coming, Joe. It's coming. It's episode 100. Episode 100. You guys got to hang on till episode 100 to see the Joe Rogan-Nick Bittinger fight. Like, I played hockey on Wednesday. I couldn't really breathe. I'm still kind of sick. But, I mean, I don't know if the smoke from the – because right now, okay, when you guys are hearing this, this is going to be well over. But the wildfire smoke. The wildfire Did you smoke. catch the freaking sunset the, the other day? So this is right Holy now we're shit. September 17th. Uh, it's the day after my daughter's birthday. Thank you, dear. Um, Pause. For being alive. I love you. Um, anyway, uh, California wildfires have been going on for about a week. And we in Michigan are starting to see them. Uh, the smoke come from over there. It's affecting the sunsets. It's affecting the sunrises. In a cool way, though. And in a cool way. And it's affecting my friend who was manstrating it's all last week. infecting Jeff's. Infections. Whatever. You were the one who manstrated all last week, and now you are back. What are we talking about today? We are going to talk about bedwetting. Bedwetting. First of all, we started doing this last week, I think. Jeff, give us a disclaimer. Oh, man. The stuff that comes out of my mouth and Nick's. We are totally not responsible for. It's it's there. It's for you to enjoy. But in all honesty-ish, we don't really mean any of it. I might say something that offends you, 
And I will say something that offends you. We Nick, don't care. We don't really care because we don't really mean it. It's all for fun and games. So, you know, if our advertisers drop us, New Leonard Media, we got you. You got us. Hype. If you got uh, Stonehound Brewing, I'm wearing their shirt, Traverse City. Oh, yeah. They're opening soon in Acme. You. They're homies, so I got a prop rep. Um, and uh, You're looking swole. Uh, I'm getting fat. Getting super because you're in a, it's because you're in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. Jeff is in the new stages. I'm in love. He's in the new stage. He's in what we call the honeymoon phase. Oh, I no. don't know if you guys have heard of that. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die next to this woman honeymoon someday. phase, and uh, hopefully she's still alive and it's not her body that I'm. You guys are still to. on Love Island. Love Island. We just went on a Love Island vacation for a couple days. Let me. Where? Can I? Uh, we were up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We were in Munising and Marquette. <clears throat> Um, did hike. you go to Pictured Rocks? We did some Pictured Rocks. We went to Black Rocks. How come Rocks. there were no posting of the Facebook? Sh- there was a couple. We hiked 10 miles one day, which after about eight, we both realized 10 was a little tiring. But uh, one of the nights, actually, I want to tell you about this. Um, we actually went to a strip club up in the Upper Peninsula. Stop it. And Are you serious? I'm being serious. I'm so jealous. But we were there on C-section Saturday. Not because I like strip clubs. I just... Would love to see the strip club up. In okay, the so we were there on C-section Saturday. So most of the strippers all had a sexy scar, which there is a couple pot-bellied girls. But in all honesty, they were like they were super delicious uh, to look at. And my girlfriend Emily and I ended up meeting one. And um, what was her name? It's funny because her name was actually Carly D. And Carly we were talking to Carly D. And she was telling us that. You know, she was actually the writer of that new song by Cardi B, uh, the WAP, the WAP song or WAP. WAP. I, I don't know if it's WAP or WAP because WAP. I don't is know a, what is it, is guys. A, is it is a WAP a, or WAP? WAP is a very in, Italian American racially insensitive term, like a WAP dago. But a WAP is that sound that I always call it fap, like fapping, fap, 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 yeah. right? Well, this is WAP, wet ass pussy, and so I yes. got to talk into Carly D. Yes. And she said she wrote this song, and I'm gonna give her a call real quick. So we're gonna see if we can get her on the air. Hey, hey, Carly D, are you there? Yes. What's that? What's that? Who's this? Carly, this is Jeff. We met over at the strip club the other day. Oh, this is Jeff. I'm so happy to see you and talk to you. And, and like, don't mind my whisk. My my boyfriend Darnell, he has a dick in the back of my throat, and he just knocked my front teeth out. But I want to tell you what I told you. Car- Carly, you gotta slow it down a little bit. We just want to ask you a couple questions. Tell me about that song you wrote. Oh, that bitch, Cardi B, she done took my song. I wrote that song, What as Pussy, a long time ago. I was getting my pussy wet when she was even a little girl. I was working at the strip club with her, and she came in, and I was like, look at my wet as pussy. And she had no idea that my pussy been wet than her since the third well, grade. Carly, Carly, tell me a little bit wow. more. So, you know, we've all heard this song, and, and like, I, I, I kind of want to believe that you wrote this song, but... You know, Cardi B, you know, she's kind of famous. The kids are liking her. You know, give us a little sample of it. I'll I'll tell you the sample of it. The hole in the house. The hole in the house. The hole in the house. I said, certified freak. Seven days a week. Where else put it? Make that pull-out game week. Oh, you know, girl, like, I think think you might have it. Don't don't stop me now. Spin my mouth. Look at my eyes. My pussy is wet. Come on, take it down. Pock that. Pick up in the back of back, back of that truck. Whoa, Carly, you need to settle down. I have no idea what you're doing right now, but that wet ass pussy song drives me nuts. I, I've got my daughters 
literally trying to dance around the house, doing the kick and the whatnot. I came up with that kick of that strip club back when we was both looking pretty sexy on Key West Island floor, and my pussy was way wetter than her pussy ever be. And now I got to deal with fucking shit the rest of my life. She got with goddamn grandfather wet ass pussy, and that goddamn Candace always be fine with her ever. And Candace always know what she talking about, cause me, she always damn black woman well, experience. Car- Carly, I'm gonna have to cut you off right there. Um. We are trying to be a very racially sensitive program. We cannot deal with the kind of accusations that you're making. And we frankly do not have licensing or the funds to go up against Cardi B's attorneys. But uh, Carly, Carly D, if there's anything else you would like to say, um, you know, give, you know, let us know. I'll tell you, it's, it's a role play. I wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. This little garage is soaking wet. It's been wet for you since before we even met. You and your girlfriend was so hot. My wet is pussy getting all hot and all over you. And I just hope someone can spring from my office down to work because my teeth don't fall out when Donnell hit me in the back of my throat with his big gut. Carly, thank we, you for Carly, calling we in. we appreciate you so much. Wow. So, uh, Holy smoke. As you can see. Am I alive? Did that really just happen? So, guys, bedwetting, we've all been there. I have kind of a personal connection to this because I freaking wet the bed till I was 11, maybe 12. I don't know. And uh, it didn't stop there, let me tell you. Um, when, hold on. Before it didn't stop there, What's the, when was the last time you wet the bed? Oh, boy. And be honest-ish. Like, I'll be honest about this. Bring it on. Because I just talked to Katie about this before I left. She's like, don't forget to tell him about... Yesterday, when you pissed all over me without my consent. I mean, it was probably, it was pre-daughter. It was, I think, I don't know, six months ago. Okay. And how old is your little one? Four months? Six months. So, like, right before she was born, did you get pissed drunk? I was just getting it all out. Yeah, I remember those days. I got to get it all out, thinking it was going to end, but it kind of ended. Yeah, well... It hasn't, but it will. I mean, you will probably piss yourself again. Oh, for sure. I mean, dude, listen. (laughs) The last time was probably the funniest because I was, like, trying to get my shit together. And, like, I went out and Katie, like, I'm sitting there. She told the story to me like this. She laying there in bed, passed out, kind of, I'm very tired, right? Very tired. Okay. And, uh, she, uh, heard something. So she like got down by my waist, get down on it in bed while I was very tired sleeping to hear closer. (laughs) And she for sure was confirmed. It was confirmed. I was wetting the bed. Oh, cause she could hear it. She could hear it. (laughs) So she tried to wake me up. Wasn't happening. I was still very tired. Yeah, you mean passed out drug. So, um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, but so, then the 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 time before that, hold on. So, what happened the next morning? Like you you get up and she's like, yeah, I mean, or did she leave the bed? No, no. She just likes to be engulfed in the warmth of your masculine urine. Yeah, I. So she made me. I mean, she didn't. She. she I can't say she made me feel day? bad. I felt bad, so I like washed the sheets for the first time in my life. Wait. Well, for the first time in our relationship. Okay, life. that's fair. I was going to ask. Um, And, uh, yeah, I took care of all the bedding, blah, 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 blah. But the time before that was really funny because 
same scenario, got home real late. I was really tired and um, wet the bed. Woke up, bed was wet. I'm like, okay, but like you aren't actually really tired. You should probably say like I was really inebriated or high well, or we don't, drunk. We don't want to. I don't want to get drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. Okay, that's fair. Because you know what? No, what tired people do don't do. Like I'm tired when I go to the office and I get like ten minute naps in, and I have yet to piss myself at the office. And I've been really tired, but I've also never been really drunk going to take a cat nap. But that's okay. I won't judge you. You know, you're gonna be like a seventy year old man someday. Like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh shit, I pissed myself again. Dude, it's happened so many times. So yeah, the time <laughs> the time before that was funny because I think it was kind of early in our relationship, and I think it was the first time I wet the bed. So I wet the bed. Shit, you know, I kind of like was waking up like slowly. I'm like, wow, my back is wet. Like I must have sweat out. Must all have the been booze. a sweat, like a detox. And no, sure enough, I'm like, you know, I did the like the smell test because I'm a smeller. So you, I'm. Do you sleep on a plastic mattress pad like my toddlers? No, but we have a we have a mattress cover thing. So woke up, I'm like, shit. She didn't know. She didn't know. So I'm like, dude, I got this. And that day, thankfully, our cleaning lady was showing up. So I'm like, to clean the sheets, to clean the whole place. So I'm like, hey. You think Mar- Throw the bedding in the washer, please. You think Marguerite gets in there? She's like, oh, my God, Mr. Bidinger, his piece is so stenchy. I, I think this was the second time she's cleaned up my pee for me. Oh, fantastic. But what? that, I, I skated out of that one without her knowing. I had actually had to tell her about that. So, um, I mean, you do know, like, boys, men, we're more apt to be bedwetters for longer. Um, why is that? Because we drink harder? I think because we have penises. Oh. There's just like you're sleeping, you're lying down, you're rubbing on it. It's like, oh, this feels good. And instead of like, you know, necessarily like having sex with your mattress, it just seems like a good idea to sometimes take a leak on it. Um, my son, he's old seven and he wants to bed once in a while. And he did for a while, like quite often for a hot minute. And, you know, in my B minus C plus parenting, like there'd be times I'd get kind of upset with him. It was more that like he would piss the bed and not say anything. He would just like get up and change into new clothes, like and even wear the same underwear sometimes. And like I'd be like, "What is that smell, Gabe? Did you piss the bed? No. Like, are you sure? Yes." And I'm like, "God damn it, boy! I get over here and be like, dude, you can't just like piss the bed and not tell someone. Like, you can you can't just walk around smelling like urine, and you can't like leave the sheets and like." I have a story about that. I'm too. sure you do. So what I was about to say before is, you know, back in the day, child living with mom and dad. And uh, I was actually getting close to wearing boxers full time because boxers were a thing back then. Boxers are still a thing. I was 11 years old and retiring the diapers. Right. So, yeah, went to my neighbors to spend the night. Wait, Did you just say 11 years old retiring the diapers? Yes. All right. Straight up, dude. Like, I wet the bed till I was 11. How do you prevent that? You don't. But, like, didn't you just wear, like, a like a few... A few more boxers? Like, Robert, like, full diapers. No. Yeah. Okay. Like, pull-ups. Anyways, retired those, went to uh, my neighbor's, which I was always over there, spent the night, slept in boxers, woke up full of piss. And I'm like, shit. Not shit. Piss. And uh, so, and I just woke up, made the bed, 
and left. I didn't tell anyone. Didn't hear about it. Didn't tell anyone. I just literally, like, I got up out of bed. There was a big old wet spot, big old circle in the me- in the in the middle of the bed, and made the bed like it, no one had been there. Like they didn't know I was there. I, hey, I've played like, the dial. man. Maybe if I make the bed, they will think that I escaped in the middle of the night. You and left home. So this was in walking distance to your your walking family. distance. I could throw a stone. At so the I house. mean, I've done the the you know did something and denied it before, but I didn't piss my pants or wet the bed. I actually sharded the first day of sixth grade gym class. I've done that too. No, and I mean to Recently. the point where, like, I was in sixth grade, and a lot of the boys, like, everyone was like farting and being funny, and I was like, "Oh, I'll push one out," and I did. And the second I like broke wind, I was like, "Holy crap!" I knew there was wetness in my pants. What and did you eat the night before? I don't know. That was like pasta. Thirty years ago, almost. Usually, you remember what you ate before you shat. Shart. I didn't shit. I sharted. Shat. Sharted. Anyway, I remember sitting there on the gym floor and it was cold and I kept kind of wiggling my butt left and right and back and forth just so. Just like, just, just creaming kind of, it in no, there. Just no, like. I was trying to cross, to move it around. And actually, because it, it was the first day, the gym teacher had a whole like discussion on rules and all this other crap. And we probably sat there like for 15 minutes straight. And I just was like, oh, my God, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up. And I remember finally everyone gets up and, like, I stand up and I'm like, okay, everything is now dried to my ass cheeks. I feel okay about this because it's not going to leak out. I get up. We take We go. I go right to the bathroom. I look and I'm like, motherfucker, there's some shart right up in there. And, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was enough to be embarrassed and i just threw away my underwear wiped my butt up and uh went about and actually took my shorts off washed them turned them inside out and went about my day but similar to just leaving the sheet sometimes in life we just got to leave the sheet too bad there wasn't dude wipes dude sometimes we just got to like make the bed and pretend nothing happened do you use dude wipes now i don't even know what that is they will change your life you're welcome are they just like Baby wipes? They are just like baby wipes, but for dudes, and they will change your f***ing life. They're for dudes. Okay, it's makeup for men, but like, what is a dude wipe? Why is it for dudes? It's got more aloe. Why do we need more aloe? Because we're aggressive wipers. Dude, I want sandpaper wipes. I want to feel feel the grit in between my sphincter and my schmegma. Schmegma. Huh? A clearer. Clear. I got a tushy. A I've got oh, a tushy. You have, our producer has a, a bidet. <clears throat> Do you, is it a heated bidet? Mine is not heated. Wait. Mine is. You have a bidet. I, too? I have a bidet too. You it's both use bidets. Is yeah. it nice? Life changer. But dude, it's so cold. You use a cold bidet. Wait. I still you, use toilet paper. I'm so but, confused. Yeah. It's like a ghost shit. Like, did it really happen? Am I living in the past? You are. You don't even have a face. Jeff doesn't even have a Facebook app. He doesn't have apps because why? Because one of my computer Your grandpa friends told you not to? Told me that Russians are killing me on the internet. People who use dude wipes plug up systems, those assholes. So you, your asshole plugs up systems in your apartment making it. So some chick's taking a little like leak. She flushes the toilet and, and like all that sh- extra smell gets trapped up in there. Okay. So you Be- use dude wipes. Side Mark note. uses a bidet. Apparently, I don't I know how to use Facebook. You use a bidet. You have a bidet in your I apartment. Have a bidet, yeah. What the? Like what? How? It's. It just do. All right. 
So we got on a shit tangent. Sorry. Now we're back to pee. I have two funny stories, and then that's all I got. Lay me on one. First one. Second one, because we did three. Now we're on two. Go ahead. Second one. Oh, where should I go with this? They're quick. So this was, gosh, I was maybe 21. Don't judge my drinking because I could, I really could put it away. I was a part of your back then. Drank a fifth of Captain Morgan this night. Because you were 21. You were a white girl back then, weren't you? I was you? a white girl wasted, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, trying to be the cool guy, drank a fifth of Captain. Went upstairs to call my ex-girlfriend. That's the best idea you I had was, that day. I was single. Call my ex, and uh, for whatever reason, I went into the bathroom of this house, of this party that I was at, shut the door, and laid in front of the toilet horizontally. Okay. You got the picture in your head? Yeah, I'm seeing okay. it. I mean, guys, I'm 6'4", a big guy laying in front of the toilet, calling, and I remember it still to this day. Talking. Oh, Jenny! No, dude, it was like phone. it was. It was I'm like, gonna... blah, 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 blah. and then I passed out. And then, so the next day, people were like, "Dude, you were passed out in the bathroom, ran from the toilet." Like people were coming in and pissing over you. <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, like bad. Like, it was golden shower. The story gets better though. The oh, next sure day, does. the next day, I woke up in my buddy's bed, who was on the night shift. So the bed was completely empty, but it was a dude's bed, and I remember he had silk sheets because I woke up fully nude <laughs> by myself in my buddy's bed. And Where I, were your clothes? So I'll get to that. So I woke up to my buddy, like, you know, dude, when you drink that much and you wake up in the morning, your eyes are, like, peeled shut, and you're yeah. like, uh, I mean, it was, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. It was late. And everything's confusing. I woke up to him slapping my face, like, dude, dude, get out of my bed, dude, dude. And I, like, woke up, and I, like, came to, and I'm like, whoa, 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 why am I here? What am I doing? I'm <laughs> naked. Oh, my God. Silk sheets. And then, yeah, I'm like, uh, I can't get out of your bed. I'm naked right now. You got to leave. And uh, my pants were, like, next to the bed, soaked, soaked. So I had pissed my pants, and I must have been coherent or, enough Or your to take fr- them your off. friends that were pissing over you <clears throat> might have thought me. it was fun to take a leak on you. I don't remember the trip from the bathroom to the bed, which there was about a good 20 feet there. Okay. And no recollection, but I was coherent enough to take my pants off. Third and last story. I was down at Michigan State. Go green. Go white. I'll drink to that real quick. I mean, it's something to drink to. So I was down at Michigan State, partying it up, and met this chick, took her back to wherever I was staying. I was sleeping in a bunk bed. So we-, we Loft s- or bunk bed? Bunk bed. Dorms? No. Ooh. I don't think so. Okay. just No, okay. it was just a little play, like bunk bed style. So, But it was like- the, the bottom bunk was maybe a twin, and the top bunk was a single. It was one of those. You mean like, a double and a double twin. And yeah, a twin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we slept on the bottom bunk. Baller status. Bitch. And Big time. I, I've passed out before anything could happen, right? Like, we didn't tell bedtime stories or whisper sweet nothings. It was like- I just met you, but I love you, girl. Hopped in bed, and like, I passed out. Yeah. Woke up the next morning, what do you think happened? I'm guessing you had urine on you. Yes. Somewhere. Girl was gone. So And it was her place I, or your place? It, it was neither of ours places. It was like a buddy's place Got that it. I was staying with. 
Still to this day, don't know if I peed on her or not, but I'm assuming I did, and she bounced. So, yeah. So you woke up. She's gone. She's gone. You're wet. I, I, I'm wet. You I, have no idea what's going on. Yep. No idea. No idea. No idea. No idea. Go. Actually, side note in terms of bedwetting and urination, I have a challenge for you, Joe Rogan. On episode 100, if Nick beats your ass, we're all going to take a leak on you. However, boom! If you beat drop. if you beat his ass, well, I'll take a leak on Nick. So I'll take it. I'll that take is that. the gamble. We are calling you out, Mister Rogan. Episode one hundred. When we make it that far, the stakes instead of like pinks for the car, it's piss yellow, piss. yellows for your pride. Golden and showers. Golden showers. Golden showers. This being episode eight, we only have 91 episodes plus this one until the, ca- the cage match with Fight. you and Joe Rogan. Yeah, buddy. Dude, I actually- Bring it! I've never listened to his podcast. He has like 1,400 of them. Dude, like, I'm- What does he do all I'm going to be ripped by then. Dude, and you're I'm, taller I'm, than Joe Rogan. Yeah, and I'm getting jacked. Does Joe Rogan actually know how to beat people's ass? Like, I know he interviews a lot of people that beat ass, but like- and He he, he, he knows can, how to beat he ass, yeah. Okay. He, I mean, dude. Yeah. Champion? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I have a I have a short amount of time. Well, I guess I have a hundred weeks, so I have about. Mm, no, you don't have give or weeks. take two years. Joe Rogan, we're calling you out, bro. Yeah, we only have like thirteen hundred and ninety eight episodes to catch up to, you, bro. E- email us and let us know if you're Ten. down. Ninety more to go, Joe Rogan. We're calling you out early in case I forget later. <laughs> Nick's coming for you, and you guys are going to fight to our new soundtrack, which is. Mukbang. Mukbang. ASMR mukbang. <laughs> and I was just chewing air there. It's so great. Shout out to our other sponsor other than New Leonard, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Because Joe Rogan and you have a budding we have relationship. A we, have a we heard from Joe Rogan yet. We haven't heard from Joe Rogan, but okay. episode 100. Cage match. Cage match. Coming. I'm going to fight Joe Rogan. Now... When we talk about social media, first we should mention some of the best social media people are podcasters. One of them happens to be Joe Rogan. And this would not be an episode of Honest Ish and a Side of Hot Sauce without a shout out and a call out to Joe Rogan, social media influencer you, that my friend Nick in, what are we, episode 13? So 87 more episodes is going to fight you. And Nick will be 75 hard by then. 100%. He's all, done it, too. He will be all hard for you, Joe. I will you be hard. You are going down. I will be 75 hard. So we had an episode that got, I wouldn't say it was deleted. I mean, it's going to be deleted. We'll splice a clip in. It's, it's going to get spliced in. Winray Consulting, EC Grading. He started a grading company. And then he's got Winray Education. Um so, and then, you know, he's got two kids and all that shit. So, like, the dude is insane. And he's, like, the best. I keep saying, like, now that I'm rem- I'm figuring out. We're allowed like, to have Mark, Mark, Mark just yelled at us. You know, he, he was bitching last week about. That's because Mark didn't want to edit. This is so, or like. I'm excited to see, to ask you, as, you know, not me, to see what the things that you have, you know, that you've seen in me. That you've seen, yeah, outsider's perspective. Outsider's perspective, yeah. I'm going to ask you to pretend you're me as somebody else pretending to be me to exactly. tell me how you feel about yourself. Exactly. So, the, the problem with that episode was it, it basically sounds like where is the child don't call the cops it's, it's like a terrorist calling just like you know 
Mel Gibson in Ransom. Give me back my son! And nobody knows where the kid is. So that's ruined. We had 86 episodes left until Nick was going to fight Joe Rogan. But today... Shaylin's going to offer to fight Joe Rogan on episode 100. This is, yeah, I am. I'm here now. I'm Nick. So I guess I have to call out Joe Rogan. So So, Joe Rogan? Yeah, I'm going to fight you. you, She's going to take you down in a cage match with 75 hard dudes. You've broken some patterns and I'm I'm, I'm proud of you. I grew. I grew. You grew. I waited. You did. For like the right moment and the right person. Yes. And be that as it may, the. You know, it was a weird year for patterns because, like, there were so many other times where during COVID, I would use the, like, and I didn't even know anyone that was sick at that time. I would use the excuse, like, oh, I can't leave the house. And I had weird-ass people hitting me up. Hey, we should hang out. Like, let's get together. And I'm, uh, nope, I'm going to hang out with my kids. Was this right in the beginning of COVID, though? Because I think COVID. we all did that. Like, I mean, to be Everyone fair. Everyone was trying to find a COVID snuggle buddy. Uh, I yeah. wasn't. I was, I was at home making weird-ass videos and... Keeping everybody in taint. I was. You I had was. a Tiger King video. I did have a Tiger King that video. That was fantastic. In Thank Tiger you. King, nobody talks about it anymore. No. It was like a flash in the pan. That was something that they released because they were like, shit, we have these people stuck at home. Send out the Tiger King. Send out yeah. this bullshit. Yeah, just keep but them entertained. Your Tiger King, your Joe, what the hell was his name? Joe Hollywood? No. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Sorry. You're Joe Exotic. You drew the must, like you had the, like, the sweet Joe stash. It was uncanny. It's scary how much I... I looked more like Joe Exotic than Joe Exotic looks like yeah, Joe You Exotic. spent quite a bit of time on this. So yeah. Nick, okay, so Nick keeps hitting us up on the facebook Uh Want to call in? Oh, call in. Yes, call in. I don't know how to do this. Dear internet, Jeff sucks at... Th- no, get him in. If we can get Nick on the horn. Um, he says, what's the number? Why does he keep asking the number? We're having challenges here. Are we FaceTiming? Is he going to come in? We're going to see his no, face, his mug. Oh. Mark is reworking it. Nick, I know you can't <laughs> hear me because this is a tape delay, but you will you will be calling in soon. Are we going to call him in? Are we going to try? I'd have to. Well, what if I put him on the speakerphone? Is that just messed just up? That. Just that. All right. Uh, hold on. Where Nick, uh, FaceTime button thingy. I love that the episode that I get to be a guest star on is going to be the biggest shit show shit episode. Show. <laughs> oh my God, I look like garbage. Because we're just going to edit it. Hi, buddy. Can you oh, see her? Oh, she's in my seat. Uh, I am filling your shoes, which let me tell you are some pretty big shoes, you yeti. She farted in it. Bro. She, <laughs> she shat in your seat. I am rubbing my ass Mark all over hi. your seat. So, Nick. sober? Yeah, we're sober. <laughs> I mean, I'm sober. I got I got my, my vodka bottle. You know Shaylin's not sober. I am 100% sober. He thinks I put vodka in my bottle at the gym. No, I, if Shaylin was not sober, she'd have been yelled at. She'd Nick, yelled I wouldn't at need us, a microphone if I was. There'd be a lot more pointing, too. <laughs> a lot of pointing. What are you guys talking about? Well, we're talking about destructive behavior patterns right now that we both tend to have. and you know, But 2020 kind of threw that for a loop. We're hoping that, I don't even know if you can see anybody. We're hoping you can tell us what you're doing. Did you buy a new monster truck? Well, I wasn't looking for a truck. I was looking for an SUV, and no, I did not. What kind of SUV? Um, like a, like a, a an Aztec, a Ford a, Fusion, a Yukon. <laughs> he doesn't eat the granola like you, Jeff. Yeah, Something electric, perhaps. No, no electric. What happened to your Yukon purchase? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't what it uh, what it sounded like in the description and what the guy said. So, 
I flew down here, woke up at five this morning, flew down here. Where's and, here? Um, Milwaukee, over, I guess. Ah, Milwaukee, it's Algonquin for the new land. I had to, Good land? I had to fly to, no? I had to fly to, hey, just shut up for a second. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fly to Minneapolis, and then I had to fly over, so I went from Traverse City, Minneapolis, to Milwaukee. Met the guy. It, uh, the vehicle was, was not in great shape at all. Oh, did he give you? <laughs> he's, he's gonna have to shut it down. How, where's your mask? Okay. So, question: Didn't they send you a video or a picture of the vehicle before you learned it was shit? Are they ever going to find his body now? Did you leave the body in the trunk? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't. you don't want to get caught. So I, don't go back to Milwaukee. Oh, good choice. <laughs> I hope you fly have a safe flight. <laughs> well, I missed my connecting flight to Traverse City. So, and then, I got sacked like a you said you got sat next to a hundred pound dude? Four hundred pound dudes? But that would fit right in with 75 hard. Ugh, get it. Sorry. Dude, I've been tested today. I still have my outdoor workout to do and my indoor workout to do tonight. Oh, that's why you asked me about the PF, huh? Okay. You got this, you're, bro. You're going to miss that. That's not good. You're gonna get it. You're gonna work out in your apartment, and then you're gonna go outside. What time? What time is this flight? Wait, where is he at right now? Are you in Milwaukee right now? Chicago. Oh. Oh, he'll be back in like what time is it? Eight, nine. We'll see in a month. Good luck. Safe travels. Okay, you'll be good. Be safe. Stay out of trouble. Drink a little bit. Oh, no drinking. He can't drink, yeah. How many days are you in? Like, you'd be in 17 days or 18 days? Good for you, man. So he's got to get all these. It's a good day. Be safe. Uh, probably all this weirdness. What do you want to, what wisdom do you want to give us listeners? What did you learn on your trip today? Don't stress over the things you can't control. All right. We're going to let you go. We'll see you soon. Safe travels. Bye. 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 I felt left out, so I needed to get my fill in, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Cause you know who didn't enjoy it? You. Well, I didn't. I loved it. Lame. Joe Rogan. He didn't enjoy it. Why? Because he's not fucking downloaded our episode yet. Can we track him? Are we, are we tagging him? Well, now we have a marketing director. Who... We got to get reach out to this dude, Joe Rogan. As a fan of news radio, sitcom of the 90s, you were the third best actor on that show. I don't know what kind of fucking MMA fighter you are, but Nick has been training for seven weeks. I'm 75 Harding still. He's 75 Tanya Harding right now. And 
we're at episode 16, so that means in 84 episodes, it's, it's like, on. I feel personally. I'm writing down more action items. You know what? I've got an action item for you. <laughs> What's that? Fight Joe Rogan already. How, how, how is that going? How many more episodes do we got? I don't know, 83 maybe? Because we're on 17 or we're 18? On, we're on 18, Eight, I believe. 82, so. Is this 18, Mark? This is our call out. This Every episode, we have to mention Nick will be fighting Joe Rogan in a cage match. Have we made contact with Joe Rogan yet? Not yet. And his people? Not yet. How do we do that? Do we like write him a letter, an intergram? I think we need to do it on, on the IG. we started a podcast. And we have threatened Joe Rogan with bodily harm on every single one of these podcasts. Every single one. And we still have yet We're to hear from Joe. Joe, Mr. Rogan, it would be a New Year's Boxing Day Kwanzaa Hanukkah Christmas honor if you would hit us back. Because Nick has been training for 67 days. 68 days. No. Six seventy one days. Finish your thought, and then I have. He's to talk. been training to fight you, so we're ready, yeah, Mr. Or Rogan. if you know anyone famous, also. And if we knew <laughs> someone famous like Joe Rogan, Rogan. <laughs> we are calling you out right now. We have made it almost to a quarter century of episodes. We've not heard from you and your people. Maybe you're not listening, but you should be. We're going to DM you until you take Nick's challenge, because episode one hundred <laughs> is. The throwdown showdown, Joe Rogan versus Nick. Done. So Done. Joe Rogan, he may agree, he may disagree, but what if he was like, he elevated our lives and we don't even know it? What if we elevated his life and he doesn't even know it? I like Joe, her. hit us up right now. You want to better your life? I got two people here to better your life. Subtract the first two, then you have three, add these two, now you got five, your life just got better. And if you don't believe me, show up for episode 100 and see what happens. Nick's got you. Cage match. Seacrest out. See ya.